Excellent. Coming to Cosmo City, it's like coming home. And every time I come here, I'm excited to come and see you. But today, we are graced with very special people. Let's welcome them. Eh? These are very special people. They came to be with us all the way from Germany. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Just around the corner, that's where we come from. They come from very far. But um, don't mind our sun, it's very hot. We know you are used to cold weathers. But here it's very hot. It's very hot. And we thank God with that. Uh, yeah. Um, so was saying to me, it's very, very tired. And I can even see it on your face, my friend. <laughs> um, yeah, we yeah. are serving God and we are grateful to what God is doing. And today, I'm going to share with us. I want to talk with us on the subject building a community. We are talking of building a community. And we are going to read from the book of Acts. Let me read one verse in the book of Acts, verses 42. And it reads thus. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Can someone read it for me in Sisutu or Sizulu? Or... Chitonga or Kosa or Chivenda, Sipedi, Sitwana, Baneba Itisa. I want to stop there. They devoted themselves. Amen, church. Amen, Bandla. It's very interesting. Those three words. They devoted themselves. Not the leaders. The leaders did not force them. The leaders did not start 
by motivating them. Very interesting. They devoted themselves. Who devoted themselves? The people. The people devoted. The people vaitisetsa. When we read those words, it seems to me these people wanted to. These people enjoyed to. These people were eager to. They devoted themselves. Friends, let me say this. There are things that nobody can do for you. We cannot do for you. But you have to do them yourselves and you must come to a point where you say I want to. Psychologists will say if we keep on pushing you and we push you they say somehow you will push back. But when you put this thing in you, I want to, I enjoy to, I'm looking to. Um, in doing counseling as a pastor, they will say, if you are helping an addict, of anything. It can be coffee addicts of which I'm one of them. It can be alcohol addicts, substance addicts. They say the only point you will be successful with this client of yours it's when this person, this counselee says to you, now I am ready. I want help. I am open for help. They say once a counselee says those words, just know that the counselling will be successful. In other words, the power of counseling session success does not lie with the counselor. It's when the counselee says, I need help. I have realized that I am where I am. Now I want to get out of this. One day, my wife and I had an argument. You know, Runa, 
Me and my wife, we were saved. But sometimes we have arguments. We are not like the elders of this church here. But the argument was about this. We had this couple who came for counseling. The wife was angry. She had said to the husband, I've had enough of this marriage. And the husband said, what do you mean? She said, I'm tired of this marriage. So they came to see us. And my wife was part of the counseling. And I looked at this couple. I said, thank you for coming to see us. And for choosing us to help you. I said, however, I have to start here. I said to them, I looked at the husband, I said, my man, do you have faith? Do you still have faith for this marriage to work? The man looked at me and said, yes, if we fix some, some of the things we are here for, yes, this marriage can continue. I said, thank you. I looked at the wife. I said to the wife, do you still have faith for this marriage to work? She said to me, no. I said, I repeat to you again. You don't think this marriage can be fixed? She said, no. I said to them, let's close our eyes. And I prayed. When I finished praying, I said, we are done. And the woman looked at me and she said, we came here because we thought you are a good man. You are going to help us. Da, 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 da. I, I said to her, I asked you one question in two different ways. Do you still have faith for this marriage? Do you think this marriage can still work? And in both times, your answer was no. Now, who am I? You can call me doctor, you can call me pastor, whatever you want to call me. This marriage is yours. You are not talking of my marriage. I have had lots of problems in my marriage. Sometimes I will be angry with my wife. Sometimes my wife will be angry with me. But one thing I always held in my heart is that irrespective of all the obstacles, this marriage will work. So I said, because you are not prepared, the, the only thing I can tell you is to help you to say, how do we make this marriage work? So we are done with counseling. And I'm talking to every couple here. If you are married, 
You are in the same situation like me. Listen to this. I agree you experience lots of problems in your marriage. And don't ever think that your marriage is worse than other people's marriages. Don't think that I'm standing in front of you because in my marriage, every morning, every afternoon, every evening, it's a hallelujah, my darling. Praise the Oh, I love you. You are forever beautiful. Listen, sometimes we are angry with each other. Amen. Because some people think if only I was married by the pastor. Do you want me But listen to this. The strength of our marriage. It's in the fact that both of us even when we are angry we hold this thing dear in our hearts. This marriage will work. This marriage is going places. Yes, there are up and downs. There are stones on the road. There are potholes on the road. But this marriage will work. Listen to this. I can tell you with all excitement and total conviction of my heart. My wife is not here with me. She will tell you this. One day we were in Luitrichat in Limpopo for those of you who know the place. We had a serious argument in the morning. And I was taking her car to Pulukwani for service. We had an argument. So having an argument, I stormed out of the house. Jumped into my car. Do you remember the last time you had an argument? Do you remember when you had an argument with your partner? Got out of the house, jumped into the car. I, I drove off to Pulukwan. Before I got to Pulukwan, I felt God was speaking to me in the car. And I felt God saying, You need to fix this nonsense. You must fix it. And I got to the garage, uh, took my car in, my car was serviced. I went back home. When I got home, we did not kiss that day. Even when I left, we did not kiss. I came back and we did not kiss. 
So Papa Mobona, the donkeys for months. But listen, Runite was that day. So I said to my wife, Dali, can we talk? She said, Yes. So we went to the dining room. We said she was on the other side of the table, I was this side of the table. I looked at her. I said to her, My darling, I want you to listen to this. Irrespective of what happens between us, I still love you. And I'm talking to you now. I'm angry. You are angry with me. But I want you to know. I am committed to this marriage. And I believe with everything in my heart that this marriage will work. This marriage will go places. And when I was talking to my wife that these two creatures in front here they were not born yet. And look at them. Even after that, they were angry with each other. Here are the beautiful and handsome products. You can see you didn't make them while we are angry. Don't you see? Listen, When we say we are building a community, we are not, there is no community which is perfect. There is no community without squabbles. We differ with each other. We misunderstand each other sometimes. And sometimes you look at one another and you think, but why did I marry this thing? In spite of all what you're experiencing. Listen to this. In your heart, do you still carry this thing? He, he has made me angry. He didn't sleep home. I hate what he's doing. But inside your heart, you this is the man of my dreams. This man, I cannot compare him with anyone. This is the only man I can live with. This is the woman of my dreams. They still stay together. But they divorced two years ago in their hearts. Some say, if it was not because of my kids, long, long gone. I'm staying because of the kids. Look, friends. The Bible says these people here, they devoted themselves. They devote, and like I said, friends, they loved to. They were enjoying to. 
I don't know if I've told you this before. Of a pastor's daughter who was a pediatrician nurse. <laughs> um, oh, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Did he say it right? That's fine, that's fine. So, she came back from work. The father is a pastor. And the father said to her daughter, How was your day? With and she looked at the father. She shook her head. She said, I had the, the most terrible day. And the father said, what's the problem? And she said, there is a baby born in our hospital. And she was premature. And she said, I then gave instruction to my team. Let's feed the babies. They started feeding the babies. But this one particular baby, the nurses tried to give her milk to drink. This baby, and she used this phrase, the baby refused to drink. And they made very soft, um, whatever, soft porridge or what, purity, whatever you can call it. They tried to feed the baby. And the baby did not eat. Now, the father said, what do you mean when you say the baby refused to eat or drink? The daughter said to the father, by the way, medical field is not a church. When we give the baby milk to drink and the baby does not drink, we say the baby is refusing to drink or to eat. And the father said, did, did the baby say no? He said no. The baby didn't say no. But the point is the baby is not eating. When we feed the baby, the baby must want to drink. The baby must want to eat. But if the baby does not respond to that, we say the baby is refusing to. And the father being a pastor looked at the daughter with disappointment on the face. He then said to his daughter, Then what did you do? He said, Daddy, 
We finished feeding other babies. And we stopped feeding babies because they had, they've all eaten. And what did you do with this specific one? Said so, daddy there is nothing we could do for this baby. We can't eat on behalf of the baby. We can't. The baby must want to the baby must enjoy too. They devoted themselves. The people in that community, they devoted themselves. too. So they did what they did and Batisa. They ate and they enjoyed eating. They worshipped and they enjoyed worshipping. They prayed and they enjoyed praying. And they wanted to pray. They wanted to worship. If we are talking of building the community, there are many things we can read after verse number 42. And I just want to stick on these three words. They devoted themselves. You can go on and read. It will tell you they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to prayer, breaking of bread. And... But I'm not going to look at that. But let me just say to us, In the community of believers, we need men and women who are devoted to. I heard our MC mentioning the vision of this church for this year. People must want to know Jesus. And people must want to make Jesus known. It is not upon the leaders. It is on people themselves. You see, friend, unfortunately, the word community has been used to describe almost anything I can think of. It has been used to describe a group of professionals to be called a community of engineers or community of whatever. People living in one locality or in neighborhood, they are called a community. And we can go on and on and on. But listen to these friends. We also in the church want to call ourselves a community of believers. Can I, can I submit to all of you? that a community goes deeper than any other group. A, com a community of believers cannot just be 
people coming together in one church in Sunday. Because proximity does not mean a community. We can be close to one another. Yet our hearts are kilometers apart. A community can be distinguished by some qualities. Even if people are interested in the same thing, they may not be a community. But a community will be known by, and I'm going to suggest maybe four. Let's look at these things. Number one, a community is inclusive. The enemy of any community is exclusion. And please listen to this. It is upon every part of that community to make sure that what I do include others to the point that the other part of community feels that they are included. So it's not like if I am including you and you keep on saying, no, there is no love amongst these people. These people talk love, but you, I am exercising love. You must prepare your heart and your mind to feel, to feel loved. Inclusive. Loving, caring, bringing God's healing to people's hearts. Every community is inclusive. We make sure that all of our community members Understand what we are doing. Where are we going? Why are we going there? Number two. It's commitment. Commitment. In other words, willingness to do what we are supposed to do. There is willingness in people's hearts. People make themselves involved or they involve themselves. People are invited but they involve themselves. The enemy of community it's lack of involvement. Number three. 
Let me make an example. I'm sure you have prayer meetings in your church. And they, almost every time I'm here, there will be announcements, prayer meeting this day, that day. But look, some people will say, ah, you know, the church started boring me. I, I don't like what's happening in the church and they say whatever they say. But listen to these friends. The moment you withdraw from involving yourself in what the community is doing, you start to misunderstand or you, you start to interp- you, you, you stop interpreting in a positive way what the community is doing. Involve yourself. And I will say to the leaders, let's invite everyone. Commitment, it's one big part of community. Number three, Realism. Realism. A community can, must always be realistic. A community must be realistic. Look, I'm not talking of a community in a way that we just embrace anything that comes. We are a community of Christ. We are guided by his word. And we will do everything possible. And the leaders will interpret the scriptures as far as they understand. The book of Deuteronomy says, that which has been revealed to us belongs to us and our children. That which is not yet revealed to us still belongs to God. What am I saying by this? We want to be a community but we want to be realistic we want to follow the scriptures and we invite everyone love the word of God more than any other thing. What breaks community in this context? It's when we share the word of God and I know it's human. Some people will say, but this is undemocratic. 
And let me agree with you, my friends. It is totally undemocratic. But if it is the word of God, that's what we want to pursue in our community. That's what we want to be known for. We are not deliberately just wanting to be undemocratic. But if we don't see it in the word, listen to this. We want to be biblical base. And we want to pursue the word of God. And forgive us Forgive us. Am I talking to someone? And number four. It's contemplation. 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 Um, this simply means you sit down you you look in the inside of you you analyze what you are doing and you then leave the inside and look outside what are others doing in your community and try to marry or bring smoothness between the two. Are you okay? So you reflect on what you are doing. For an example, if in your community, yes, we do talk about tithing, and every Sunday you see people giving their tithe. They give their tithe. And you claim to be part of us. Do you ever sit down and say, I am part of Cosmo, but other men and women give their tithe, and I'm not giving my tithe. How do I marry my two worlds? My world inside and my world outside. Hello, church? Hello, Are you still there? And if the world inside and the world outside you does, does not agree with each other, we need some adjustments. We need some adjustments. And listen to this. This is the same thing in marriage. If you and your partner Ever in disagreement, you don't need to buy each other a new car because you will even differ about the new car. 
One will want the car to be clean and one will keep the car dirty. And every time you come in the car, it's, ah, excuse me, it's because they eat yogurt in the car. Do you know those words? Uh, there, are, there are couples that one helps to make the car dirty and one helps to clean the car. Mara, my love, you must understand. Please listen to this. These two creatures here, they will tell you from when they were young, young, they knew that if you want to eat and you are going to Cosmo, wake up on time, take your bath, have your breakfast. When we go inside the car, there's nothing like, Mommy, I want Zimba. Mommy, I want Zimba. No, I want Zimba, Mommy. Zimba. You know what I will do? And this is me and my kids. You don't have to do this. These two knows when they were very small. I will simply say, do you want daddy to park the car along the road? Mommy, I want Zimbas. I will simply drive my car and park my car on the road. Then whoever is making noise, pull him out of the car and administer some medicine there. You finish, take out my handkerchief, wipe you nicely, put you back in the car. Not to be honest with you, I'm not being proud over you here. Listen to this. Some of you, like Bome and Mkoro, I've known People in this church, when this church was still meeting in a tent somewhere. For years, when these kids were born, I will come with them. Listen. My wife will bring a blankie, put it next to us here, and say, sit down. Our kids will sit there. When they are tired, they will come and say, and when they raise their hands, you know a kid wants to be picked up, ne? They and if they were being silly or naughty, I don't know, you must tell me when, when we get home. I'll just look at them and my kids will read my eyes. And you'll see them going back. I will just look at them I get very worried today, I tell you. I've got grandchildren. Of when, when the parent says, stop this, the child increases the volume. Says, stop it! And they take You are losing the grip. And listen, beating the kids will not help you. You need to talk to them. I will never give my children a hiding. 
Until they say, Daddy, you've spoken to me once, twice, thrice. Now I allow you to do that. They were very courageous. They will give me permission. Listen, friends. Contemplate how you are serving God. How do you marry your outside world and your inside world? Are you part of this community? Find out. And don't wait until we tell you you are wrong, you are not doing this. And then you fall into condemnation. You, you will fall into condemnation. We are a free community. We teach what we should do. Go back home. Take the Bible. Read. And Google. And check. If we say prayer meeting, go to all the growing churches. I don't know of a church that's, that is growing that does not pray. But you are part of us. You are from January to December now. You have excuses of not coming to prayer meetings. What kind of a community are we? Do you want to tell me you are a real father? Every morning you leave when your children are still sleeping, you come back when your children are sleeping. Monday to Sunday, from the first of the month to the last day of the month, from January to December. What kind of a father are you? Contemplate. Contemplate. And analyze your world. We want to be a community of believers. A true community. And I invite all of you. 2023 is coming to an end. It's almost finished. We are going to start 2024. There will be so many preachings about make your decision make, <laughs> and we will make um, what do you call this resolution send whatever. But listen, making a resolution is something different. Acting on your resolution is not the same as making the decision. Some men, some women have to say 2024, my family is going to be a priority. Even when I'm going to work, at least once in a month or once in a week, I will take my kid to preschool. Imagine when, when you arrive at school, and other kids are coming out, you know, they are running to their dads and their moms. And once in a while, this little one just look around and say, 
This car looks like my mom's car. This is like my dad's car. And he or she comes running to you because you are making adjustments. Make adjustments. Be the best dad ever. The best mom ever. The best husband ever and the best wife. Church, can you say amen? Some, and um, yeah, I'm not talking for husbands, but some husbands are even used to. From Monday to Sunday, they're eating at 11 in the house. She has even developed a way of cooking slow. Every time, every time we are sure, we Contemplate. Look inside you. I wanted to get married. Now I'm married. Is this how I'm going to take care of my family? Even you, uh, fathers. Contemplate. I was doing counseling not long ago in, down in Venda. This woman is saying to me, and I'm quoting her. The last time. It was for the wedding. We are more than, year, ten, more than 10 years in marriage. This man has never surprised me. But the same man goes to the mall every weekend. Weekend, weekend. 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 remember How red or black or pink? When this woman looks at this, her eyes comes out. She starts smiling. Let's start thinking of how we want our marriages to be, how we want to relate to our kids, how, how we want to be known at our work, how do we do our things at church? A community. All what we need to do is to want to be devoted to, enjoy to, can I hear amen in the church? Think of whatever. Do it out of love, out of passion. I'm committed to. Amen. 
Some are going to be angry saying, this guy. I know how to love my wife. Now listen to these friends. You got it wrong. You don't know how to love your wife. You know how you should love your wife. Ask your wife and say, how do you want me to love you? What is it that I do that way? Now you will say, I love you. I love you. She knows it better. She might say to you, once in a month, month end, buy me, go to pick and pay, buy me a bunch of flowers. Stop saying, hi, this is a bit of a time. She's saying, now we go to the rat and take a little bit of a flower. You know that you love me, take a little bit of a flower. And, oh, all right. Ask her. Ask him. Ask him. Devoted to. They committed themselves. And may the good Lord help us for us to commit ourselves to be devoted to the things of God. Can I pray for us? Father, we thank you in the most powerful name of Jesus. We are building a community and we ask you, Lord, that even with these few qualities we spoke of, yes, this list was not exhaustive, there are many more other qualities. But I pray, O oh Lord, that you help each and every one of us to commit ourselves to enjoy doing these things, Lord. To want to do these things. And when we do that, we will even say, when the Son of Man set you free, for we are a community of freedom. We do not do because we are forced to. We do because we want to. Because we enjoy to. I pray, Lord Jesus, may you fill each and every one of us with hunger to include others, to involve others, to contemplate our ways, Lord. I pray, Lord Jesus, for every family, every couple. Help us, Lord. May the Spirit of God flow and soften our hearts this morning. Soften our hearts, Lord. That your name may be glorified 
by the way we take care of each other as husbands and wives, by the way we take care of our children, by the way we live and involve and pray and worship with other, others in this church. Help us, Lord Jesus. We need your help. We cannot do this by our own. Holy Spirit, we know you can do beyond what we think. You can change us from inside out. And we say, have your own way in us and through us, Lord. And everybody say, Amen. Thank you, church. Thank you. Thank you.